Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 340. I'd love to know what the numbers 3, 4, and 0 mean in numerology because it is our last one of the year. It's out of an even number, which is cool. It is four. I always thought was my lucky number. And it's our holiday episode. Ho, 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 yo. Oh, my It's our God. holiday episode. I just found out something about you. You really think that four is your lucky number? I always used to say it was as a kid. It was mine, too. It still Shut is. Shut your face. What? That's why I'm like a little bit astounded. If someone says think of a number between one and ten, four is my go-to. Is that your go-to as well? Four is actually not the one that I go to because it's that special to me. (laughs) That's interesting. So like I love four. The number four is like my magical number. It's my special number. It's this number that makes me happy. I'm constantly picking four. And then anything that has four to it. So like 14, 44. Yep, 24, like 14 34. and 44 are my fav- other ones of my favorites, but four yeah. is like the number for me. I had no idea. Well, why would we ever talk about that? It's interesting. Exactly. Um, yeah. Four is my lucky number. It's also my favorite number. Stop it, John. It is. John, four is your lucky number too? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Four That's is my- weird, Yes, guys. four That's is my weird. favorite number. <gasps> That's crazy. That is so crazy. What is your favorite number, people? Put it in the chat yeah. or send us some feedback. Over at feedback at shepodcast.com. Why do we get attached to these things? I don't know. How does one develop a favorite to numbers? I don't know. Yeah. But eight. eight. Oh, look, Terry. That's C. I would love mm. eight because eight is two fours. That's and right. So that's how I And also I see it's it. nice and round. <gasps> Melissa's birthday is four four. What? <laughs> what? That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is getting crazy. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Wowzers. Okay. That's weird. So today we have all kinds of good stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're talking about, you know, like sort of a yearly roundup, which we do once in a while. Before we get to that, though, I wanted to talk to you about a new sponsor that we have, someone that we all hopefully know and love, Linktree. Um, Linktree is awesome because it helps you thread everything you do together with one link. It's a click away. Everything is a click away thanks to Linktree. With Linktree, you grow your audience across your platforms, share your entire online world, monetize all the work that's gotten people's attention. Creators, brands, and businesses all over the world trust Linktree to curate their digital universes. It's like a one-stop shop. Selena Gomez uses it. Glennon Doyle, Gwen Stefani run their whole online lives through Linktree. If you go to Linktree.com, you can get three months of free Linktree Pro with the coupon She Podcast. So run, don't oh walk. Oh, my God. Linktree.com, use She Podcast, get three months free and see why everyone uses it. We use it. We love it. It's a great way. So when you have like the one link in your bio... You just put it in Linktree. You never have to change the bio link. You just add that stuff and take it away in Linktree. It's the besticles. I love it. Lipson also uses Linktree. So 
Mm. That's like a couple of companies right there that use yeah. Linktree. I actually just also suggested folks use Linktree for some of their campaigns because I taught this course of planning for next year. And I, I I love to really think about creating campaigns for your podcast whenever you're, you know, selling or promoting something specific. And in order to measure whether or not these things are working, to use something like Linktree, if you don't have other solutions, like you don't have to have a website to do this, you don't have to have very specific thing. And Linktree is a really wonderful way to do it because it also gives you analytics, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And it's really great to be able to put it on top. But anyway, thank you, Linktree, for supporting She Podcast. We are so excited to have you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are so excited to have you. Okay. So, Elsie, you put some notes in here that, oh, you want to talk about Sex in the City. I didn't watch that, actually. We can totally talk about it. But so Elsie added some stuff this year about um, a recap as well as her favorite things. I put in some of my favorite things. But also I put in some stuff that I'm going to – get rid of and also i put some stuff in my card that i'm still working on that i haven't quite mastered yet and i don't know if you want to get on Mm. that train or not but we can just start with what you have the things that you love and go from there if you like or do you want to talk about sex in the city first just like that let's do like like really quickly let's just talk about that just this is this is actually the context that i want to talk about in it because i know like if you haven't seen it i'm not going to give anything away i just want to say that the reason that I'm talking about Sex in the City in She Podcasts is the fact that it really does have a massive podcasting component. I know, I heard. The like, what's her name? Carrie? Is that what she Carrie is? Carrie Bradshaw. Yep. She's a podcaster now, right? Is a podcaster. She's doing a podcast. It's her like thing right now. She could have been doing it all along, but they didn't have the foresight. Oh, yeah, I know, right? And yeah. and there's actually a part where she is saying, like, I have a podcast. And then, like, Miranda kind of says something like, oh, come on. I, I love you, but I just don't want to listen to a podcast. And so it's like. Because Miranda, always the asshole. Yeah, but then actually, but in, in there, like, in that article, though, it says that they actually, like, the audience begs the differ. They said Miranda actually would be out of them. The one that act does listen to podcasts. I don't agree. Out of them all. I'll tell you why I don't agree. Because okay. lawyers are notoriously off of tech. You would think that they would be some of the most technically savvy people because they're some of the smartest. And that mm. would stand to reason, except that lawyers do not use social media. They do not. And as a result, they probably read newspapers still in print. They probably just listen to the car radio. They're not really the ones that would listen to podcast. I mean, yes, she's supposed to be an activist, but as a lawyer, that's off the table. Lawyers and accountants and social workers, they are not technically friendly at all because they have to protect themselves and their clients. I agree with you in the way that things were and possibly Miranda, but I really believe that the new generation of all of those industries that you just mentioned might possibly prove you wrong, although the- actual industry itself, meaning the way that information travels from point one to point B, is possibly right in line with like, you know, the IRS or the medical industry where you're still getting faxes. It's not to say that they shouldn't or that they couldn't. It's to say that because they're not on tech, podcasting is one of those things that like I think you are exposed to on social media and if they're not on social media they naturally wouldn't be more apt 
to do that, in my opinion. Maybe. It's not because it's out of reach. It's sort of like you can't ask a lawyer about a funny video you've seen on TikTok because they are just not okay. on TikTok because they're not on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and everything else. It's just sort of like a clump of crap that they don't get into. Possibly. Although I do know one of my cousins, uh, I think that she might have just turned... She was born in what? She was born in 1984. How old is that? I don't know. Whatever. Um, nine years <laughs> younger than me, so I would say 38. Okay, so she is on Instagram for sure, and yeah. she talks about law- being lawyery. Yeah, Andrea. Um, are you talking about Andrea, the legalpreneur? No, dude. No. She's my cousin. Oh, the legalpreneur <laughs> is someone I forget her last name, but she is on tick. She is doing amazingly on TikTok, but she's more of like a trademark lawyer. No, no, no. I'm saying she's in, on Instagram. My, but what I'm saying is that she's on there talking about being a lawyer, but she's not trying to build a brand about being oh, a lawyer. I see. On, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she could be like yeah, a human. But she's a human being. That, I think that has an Instagram and I works think- on an Instagram, and I mean does her thing on okay. Instagram, but she's not using it as a job. Anywho, I'm just saying that possibly, yes, maybe for the older, like uh, maybe our generation. That said, though, that's the only reason I wanted you to, to bring this over because they are producing a podcast. It is actually being done in a room. It looks more like a radio recording, possibly. Does it? Like a it's, studio? It's like a studio. They're in a studio setting. Mm-hmm. And they have a producer that's behind a wall. Like you can see them through the thing. I do believe in like in an upcoming episode, what I saw in the next one that's coming, I think episode three, that I believe Carrie is at home recording with them in a studio. So that's going to be interesting to see how they set up. Because I'm all conscious about like the setup of the recording and all of the things. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was very intriguing that now – podcast i mean this just brings podcasting into the mainstream yet at another level right it's yet another level of embeddedness in the culture whether or not this specific sex in the city edition if you will it hits the world culturally in the same way the first one did i don't know but the fact that it's a huge focus of the series i think that that's huge She's a podcaster. That is what Carrie Bradshaw is. She used to be a writer, or I mean, she's still, I'm sure, writing, but she's currently, she's a podcaster. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It so. is crazy. It's kind of amazing and very cool. I don't know if it's good for us or not, but let's not debate that at this moment. Yeah, Laura, let's you not know? debate that. I'm just saying she's a podcaster, and I'm just going to disclose this right now. I have not watched one episode of Sex in the City prior to these last two that I just watched for the new one. So, okay. I'm just saying I never got into it. I I don't have a desire to look back. I have zero interest in it, and the only reason I'm watching is because they're old. Okay. <laughs> or they're old like me. Like I feel like age right now is very important to me and so I'm like, "Oh, I'm curious how they're going to do this." And I thought it was interesting. And I I liked it. I, I got sucked in. Um, I want to know more. And I thought, oh, interesting. Cool. But I have no cultural connection to any of these characters, nor do I know them beyond seeing the pictures of them in the past. That's all. Got it. Sweet. All right. Moving on. 
<laughs> moving on. Moving on. All right. So going over the recap, I tried to add something to this, but you, you really did cover it all. Well, before we get into the recap, I thought that we should discuss, the, I mean, I don't know about our you, own things. But looking at that spreadsheet, how fun was it to just look at the spreadsheet just in one go? I mean, you just said the word fun and look at spreadsheet. I didn't find oh, it fun, but I did. <laughs> think it was very nicely organized, but fun is a very strong word. Yes, it is a very, sorry. <laughs> so what is this? So you made a Google form? Well, the, this is how we share our information with our team. So you're not involved in this part at all. No. So there's okay. a Google form. There's a Google form that I fill out every week whenever the episode is actually live. So once the show is live, then I fill out the Google form and then we have like the number, like the title, the date that it was released. And then it has a paragraph of what the description, the summary of the show. And then it has a link to our show notes and it's all in the Google form. I just submit it and then it gets thrown into this beautiful little spreadsheet. So at the end of the year, we have this beautiful little spreadsheet where you can at a glance, look at all of our episodes of the year with the titles and the and the summary, which I think that that was really key for me, looking at mm -hmm. the summary of the stuff. Yeah. Because I could look at the episode and then quickly read whatever that little bit is that we put out there. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, I remember that. No, it's great. It's a really good synopsis and it keeps things nice and organized and keeps us able to see what the hell we talked about recently, which is good, especially for me, because I often forget. Yeah, I forgot so many things. Anyway. Okay. Recap of 2021. We hit our 300th episode and thanks to Elsie's spreadsheet, I can tell you exactly when that was. Yay. It was on 2-5-21. We had 300. I can't believe it. We're going to hit 400 sooner or later, which is amazing. That's amazing. That's that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. How sure. is that even possible that like I was pregnant when we started She Podcast and now that kid is seven? I know. <laughs> like that is unbelievable to me. Isn't it astounding? Absolutely. It doesn't feel like, right. I don't feel it, like the same person at all. I'm not. I mean, you're you know not. what? It's you're right. It's like that's how I feel when I look at the kids too. I I just remember they were so little. I remember having to breastfeed the little one while we were recording. Yes. And I had to re like there were so many different times when like our audio was so crappy because <laughs> I had no other choice. Like I could never I not. That's why have. we started it was because you were we were the struggle. Oh my and God. I wanted yeah. to make that okay for people, which I think we have successfully done. I think we did. I think we totally did. I think we I'm just going to say one more thing. When yeah. we started She Podcast, I wasn't even 40. How weird is that? Well, I know. It's weird. Isn't that? Well, see, I've been kind of meditating on, I'm, I'm wanting to do this post that I've been cultivating now forever, which is about me being in the industry for 15 years. And mm -hmm. I've been sitting around really thinking about this because when I started podcasting, I was 35. You weren't in your 40. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. So when I think about that, I was 35 years old. At that time, I didn't. Now I look back and I go, wow, it's like a completely different human being. Like everything is so yep. different about who that 
person was that I same. And then, and here's the kicker for me when it comes to that, we actually have a record of all oh, of that. God, I didn't even think of that. Holy we crap. We have a record. It, yeah. So I, you I can, never want to hear it ever. Right. It never, is. I ever. mean, there's a certain thing about that that is really interesting because never before, and this is something that I had really, really thought about it, but if somebody really wants to get to know us, they mm-hmm. could truly just binge listen. Shh, don't tell people that. <laughs> what are you crazy? <laughs> and they you know what really you should tell our children. Us. You want to understand your mother? Here's 400 hours of yeah. podcasting. Goodbye. <laughs> That's awesome because if they, you know, if they ever miss us, we'd just be like, listen, just put on our show. Yeah. John, I'm going to give you a project. Here it is. I want you to go through the last 400 hours of, of oh audio and I want you to find, start pulling pieces for our funeral. April. It's got to start now because it's going to be a lifetime of a job. Look at this, right? April. I cannot believe that. Aww, That's so amazing. Thank you so Love much. That. Thank you, April. So in April, I'm so sorry. I just responded to your text message and I'm very sorry because I saw your name and I felt really bad. But anyway. I'm just, yeah. that's beside the point. But thank you, um, April, so much for that. You ladies have given me a bunch of firsts too, you know. Like? Like the first time I've ever had to record somebody and had to stop for a bup wiping. Oh. <laughs> that was one. There was also the time where May May was using the potty chair and she got up and it was stuck to her butt and Elsie oh, yeah. freaked <laughs> out because she oh. was running around with the thing stuck to her butt and pee was going all over the floor. Oh, I forgot Do about that. Do you not that. remember this? Jess, and then that's when we were living in the carriage house, and the carriage house had wood floors. And so when mm-hmm. the peak dropped, it would go down into the wood, so down terrible. into the other floor. Oh, my God. So terrible. It's so terrible. Remember, you didn't have heat there. We Did didn't you? have heat there. No. Yeah. Randy had to go get the sticks. <laughs> yeah. Then there was the time I had that to re- house was fucking crazy. Go ahead, sorry, John. I was gonna say then there was a time where we had to record where Elsie was recording her own audio, but she was on a cell phone. Yeah. And we could oh hear her God. on the cell phone, and we were ta- and you guys would talk back and forth, and you would talk over each other because you couldn't really hear each other. Yes, there was a delay. And I would have to sit here and I remember putting my hands, my head in my hands and going, oh, my God, how am I going to make this sound good? But it seemed to work out. The thing that made John the angriest was when we would lose audio and you would go, the trees. It's because of the trees, the trees (laughs) with the leaves. And John was like, what the, the trees? I never heard such a thing. We can't record because I don't have internet because the trees now have leaves. the trees. And I was like, (laughs) so (laughs) ridiculous. His head would explode every time, Elsie. Every time. I mean, agreed. Okay. Agreed. All right. Agreed. Anyway. This is our year for streaming all the things. So because we, so because we do our show live, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is the first year that we've done a consistent year of streaming our show. We've Mm -hmm. never done this before. That's true. Like we've never done it before because my internet was crap. And yep. last year was when I got my proper internet. And this year is when we committed 
to live streaming every time we recorded. So our strategy was only that, the fact that we wanted to get it out there and have people watch us. But it, there was nothing attached to what we did with this portion of the streaming other than the fact that, you know, John then takes it and makes it into a, an audio podcast. But I'm very proud of us for doing that. We were able to get too. all our stuff out there, you know? It's, I am too. Yeah, we're the best. I also have a, a moment that I remember, and it was this year, that uh, Jessica was being very, very naughty and saying oh a lot God. of naughty things. And then all of uh -huh. a sudden, Elsie's mom popped up in the comments, and we yeah. had this. Oh, oh my That's God. Right. And my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. My mom. Yeah. My mom yeah. watching the show is pretty fantastic. Love and that she watches, but I hate that I was. I forgot all about her watching the show, and I was naming all kinds of terrible names for our private parts. That's, That's right. It was. it was when we were. It was about the lady mm -hmm. in the box or something. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. We did do that. Yes. That's yeah. when I also yeah. got. I also got this. I have naughty thoughts. I got the. I got naughty thoughts <laughs> from Elsie. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, good times. All right. What's next? I can't believe you put Clubhouse on this list. Like, well, the only reason I put Clubhouse this on this mess is because I can't believe that Clubhouse was just this year. Like the thing that the all the hoopla and all the conversations Are you and sure oh my god, it only started this year. I think that's right. Yeah, <gasps> I, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying ooh, Clubhouse deserves a spot. I'm just saying it seems like it's been a conversation that's been going on forever. And yeah. it didn't really actually pick up steam to the degree that it picked up until this year. So it's not that it became like 2021 was when Clubhouse was born. That's not true. But it is the year that everybody's like, you have to go into Clubhouse and Clubhouse, Clubhouse and Clubhouse. We decided very early we were over Clubhouse, like before yeah. it even started. We we're just like, we cannot be bothered with Clubhouse. Right. Stacy hasn't been bothered. Neither have I. There is a huge opportunity for us to be on Clubhouse. And we have denied this opportunity to ourselves yes. fully and completely with zero fucks. Yes. That's it. You would be correct. Because yep. uh, so much about it. Was just a no. But anyway, that was it. That, that's all I'm saying. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, what else? Yeah, so Apple Podcasts changing their whole, like, naming thing from subscribe to follow was the thing, I guess, this year. I'm just putting that out there because I do remember that when this happened, oh, my God, I did, like, a special – I think I did a special – something for she podcasts like we tried out that what was that platform that we tried out do you remember that we were it was like a webinar -ish. you don't mean uh relay do you yeah relay.fm no dude what are you talking about no no it was a streaming platform it wasn't hopping run the world we did run the world and i ran a special webinar as a test for people to understand the difference now from subscribe to follow. And I talked to all kinds of th people through it. And we got a, quite a few like people to sign up for that platform. And don't you remember, dude, they like they were going to give us a free account and all kinds of stuff. It's called Run the World. I'll put it in the chat. 
but oh, that's what we did. I kind of remember. We used it. It there's been so many things, dude. There's just so many of these things. It's crazy. You guys tried to use Vemi, Vemo? What's it called? The, the Venmo? Ven, not the money thing. Vimeo. Vimeo. We still use Vimeo, but not for streaming. But we tried we recording. We are with done it. with Vimeo this year. After this year, no more Vimeo. We're using something called Searchy from now on. Oh, so everything's going to go on Searchy, even the. Yes. So are you closing out the Vimeo account then? I mean, not before I tell you, but yes, eventually I will be. Yes. And then you'll let me know where I'm supposed to upload stuff. Okay, good. I mean, yeah. I, I don't care. I'm just saying. Yeah, we did try. Is that when we tried it, John? When Ugh. we tried to do the membership and the streaming yes. in the yes. background? And right. Yes. It was oh, terrible. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Crazy That's when the rest of my hair turned white because me and Jess were That's trying to right. figure this out. Yeah, and man. That was hard. There was a lot of this. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, it was awkward. Not going to lie. Not it was good. Awkward. Not good. Not good. Pretty awkward. Pretty awkward. Okay. Mind you, we did do the She Podcast mini con for PodFest, which I was very proud about, very happy about. We had mm-hmm. a fantastic amount of people that showed up for that. We, we had did. all kinds of really wonderful conversations during that mini con. I really was very proud of putting that together, Sorry. even though it was only like three hours or whatever of content. But yeah, it, was it was really very good. well thought out. Great theme, really solid. Thank you for Chris Kremitzos for giving us that opportunity to do that. So all of that was really fun. I really like that. And then there was She Podcast Live that was went off this year. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, you're so skipping all the way to the end. I'm so John. sorry. Yeah. Oh, Elsie, my God. Elsie we have wants so to many bring things. up the goddamn Twitter troll. I don't want to talk about him ever again or Paris. Oh, my they can God. Talk. That was a yeah. – yeah. So anyway, the only reason I'm bringing the, par- the this I brought the Twitter troll up is because I do feel that we can test out Twitter again Oof. because Periscope is gone and Twitter is a thing. So I don't we know. Probably we test could, it again. We could, God help us. We also have now the ability to stream to LinkedIn, but Ooh, I'm that's not something. sure. But I'm not sure this is the show for LinkedIn. Like, that's the only part. I disagree. It is. You really think so? Yes, I do. I'm a little afraid. I'm a little afraid. I have something to propose. What if you use Twitter spaces where then you could bring somebody on and they could ask a question? That was a thought, John. I think we need to test it out for next year because I do feel I really do like Twitter Spaces. I I like the UI. I'm a big UI person. If I don't like the UI, I'm almost usually a no. One vote for Jess with LinkedIn. Oh, thanks, April. I don't even have a LinkedIn profile. We do. Uh, as a company. Yeah, even. we so do. Yes, we it would do. be very interesting. I, I mean, I'd be curious to be able to to do that. But I do feel that the Twitter spaces aspect of it would be really great. We just have to kind of test some things out between Jess and I and you, John, because everybody, I mean, the recording aspect is actually the easiest part of it. That's mm-hmm. the easiest part, the recording. The hardest part, I think, is going to be the execution of it from the perspective of um, like I can hear the Twitter spaces people in my ears. Like I have no problem with that, but I'm not sure Jess is going to be able to do that without having two separate headphones, like one in one oh, really? ear and then another one listening somewhere else. Mm, I don't think she can do That doesn't do both. sound fun. Yeah, it doesn't sound. If I use the Roadcaster Pro and use Twitter spaces from my phone and put it connected, you guys would hear them and they would hear you. 
So it would be, you would be running it, but I would love it if you would be connected to the She Podcast account. Like, I I don't, I wouldn't want it. No, I'm not, you don't want to be associated with me on Twitter. I'm a nightmare. Right. Like, so you would have to, like, run the whole thing, essentially. <laughs> you are. Anyway, we can test it one day. But moving on, let's see. What else do we have going on with that recap that we need to talk about? Um Oh my gosh, yeah, all the subscription services. Everybody got a subscription this year. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, that was like the hip thing. I don't think everybody ran to Apple like no, they thought they were going to. But who said that? Who who the lady with her hand in the predicted air predicted they were going to eat Apple's lunch. It was me. It was me. It was me. I Nobody's happy all with this subscription I'm a thing. No, I know, yeah, no, but I told you Spotify was going to take over. I was wrong about what year. But I was right about that. What they were going to do, I knew it. I knew it because you know why? Because they were paying attention, and Apple was not, and that's what happened. Also, I do feel that Spotify has a very. I really think that their marketing team has a lot of influence on the business development side of things. I mm-hmm. feel that Spotify can make choices fast, and I think that Apple is the other way around. Like they really lead with product and they've always led with product. See, that's the thing. Spotify doesn't have product, physical products, stuff, hardware, right? And right. Apple is a genius when it comes to physical hardware. And th- and that takes a long time to develop and then they develop stories around the products that really expand into the brand whereas Spotify because it's not a fit like they're not developing actual products they can move faster with what's happening in the app, in the app because it's an app it's a mm-hmm. it's a service and so when they start to see patterns of behavior their ability to pivot and move things around and execute is so much faster than with a company like apple right because that's it's they are so huge apple is different in so many different ways so i feel that's that's the thing um, yeah, when it comes totally. to that. So. so let's talk about your stuff, could we? Okay, some of my favorite things. I know I'm just going to go down the list so that we can like be very precise when I'm doing this. So these are my, this was the thing that I loved the most about 2021 when it comes to my things that made me feel joy. My Shure MV7. Nice. This is actually the MV7X. I loved, I love this and I love my, MV7, which is right behind me. Happy to say, Jessica Kufferman, you now have an MV7 as well. I am so excited. Yes, I These do. Are my- Thank you so much to my team and to Sure for sending me this beautiful new microphone. How do I sound? <laughs> You're amazing. I sound amazing. That's right. You I said it. I said it. Yep. I sound great. Thank what you. What happened was that Elsie uh, Je- uh, and I were talking to the lady from Shore, and I, I Laura, think- who's amazing. I love Laura, and I think I begged her. I do too. Thank ba- you. Laura. I basically got on my hands and knees and begged her to send you a microphone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is amazing. I I really love it. I think that the functionality is awesome. I love the look of them. Um, I'm really happy with them. I'm super happy with them and love and adore. Anyway, moving on to my iPhone 13 mini. I think that it is possibly the best, most favorite phone that I've ever owned. 
It is mm-hmm. so fast. It is super compact. Um, mind you, I was coming from an iPhone 8. So as you would imagine, the leap into having an iPhone 13 was astounding. So I'm not sure if the phone itself is what I love so much or just the fact that it's not the iPhone 8. Hey, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm super bummed that... I hear through the grapevine that the mini isn't going to be redone. Like it seems like they're not going to do put the mini out anymore. And I'm, that Why? really makes me sad because that size, I feel for me, is perfect. Wait, how small is it? Can you, sh- can you hold it up? How small I'm is it? I'm not sure. I brought it here. I was trying to show you. Like if it's not mini, does that mean that the new normal is the big papa like what I have? Yes, I have a that means I have that like the a... new normal is going to be the the big papa that you have. Which one do this you one have? This is the size of my head. It's um, it's the Pro the Max. Max, but yeah, yeah it's a, a Pro Max. One. No, it's the one that's below that. So there's one that's slightly smaller, slightly okay. smaller than what you have. The mini All right. for so me well, how is. Big is the... I can't imagine that you can see. How can you see that? See, that's the problem. I think that's why they're doing away with the mini is because everybody's uses the screen now to watch stuff. And it's too small to watch. Yeah. I think that in terms of the reason that I love the mini so much is because it is incredibly light, super light, and mm-hmm. it fits into smaller places. It's it's really just the size itself. Yeah, there are times when I wish that it was bigger because the screen is for sure small, but I love the fact that I can hold it in one hand very easily. And again, the lightness of it is crazy like even when i when i switch from the 8 to the 13 mini i thought oh my god i'm going to lose it it almost felt like i wasn't holding anything in my hand and mm-hmm. i'm afraid with the larger phones they're so heavy that putting it in front of you is is actually going to give you like more carpet tunnel and stuff like that like with people like having to hold the phone and it's just so much harder. I love the feel of the mini and I almost don't even know it's in my pockets when I have mm-hmm. it in my pockets because it's so amazing. Anyway, I hope that they make it again just because I love that size. What's another thing that I loved? My M1 MacBook Air. Fantastic, phenomenal machine. Anybody who would like an M1 machine, please get it. If you have a little bit of savings, I would say keep it and don't spend it until next year because I do believe that the M2s are coming up next year for the Apple, the MacBook Air. And we'll see how that is. And e- even if you don't want to get the latest and greatest, this is probably go down. It might go down in terms of price. And so you'd still be able to get it. And I, I really love the, the M1 back MacBook Air. Mind you, I don't have the MacBook Pro. I have the MacBook Air. And lastly, again, this was an Apple year, the Apple Watch. It fundamentally changed my life this year in how I approach my health and my wellness. I cannot tell you what it has and how it has changed my health. And and another thing that's been really astounding is that because of the watch, I'm not connected to my phone. In fact, just like as we were looking, like you were telling me, where's your phone? I'm like, I don't know. Usually my phone is like attached to me. And because of the watch, I've been able to let it go because I realized there's a lot of things that I was using the phone for, like the time, (laughs) like timers, 
like Mm -hmm. reminders for things, like when I have a, you know, a calendar reminder of sorts, a to-do or something like that, alarms, like all of those really small, little basic things that I was using my phone for, now my watch does it and it does it so much better that I often don't even have the phone with me. So for those of you who have known me for most of my life, this is astounding (laughs) in my life. (laughs) Anyway, I think that we should move to you, Jessica. Why don't you share some of your things that you loved? Okay. So for me, some of the stuff I can't live without, you know, it's funny. I looked at this this morning and I wrote, the first thing I wrote that I can't live without is SaneBox. And now I'm literally Mm -hmm. sitting here trying to figure out how to live without it just stupid. But like SaneBox is a, it, it was a former sponsor and it's something that's supposed to really help you organize your email. But I don't know that I'm using it to the best of its abilities. And I don't see why I wouldn't just make filters instead of paying $12 a month for something. Hmm. But it, it is cool in that it will train your email to go to like a, I want to deal with this later or newsletters or receipts or whatever else. I think I can just deal without it. But it is cool if you're having a hard time with your email, at least figure out how to start organizing it. Hmm. I've been working really hard on money management. So I've been using Mint, Credit Karma and QuickBooks. You know, QuickBooks will pull in everything, your PayPal, your credit cards, your bank account, you can really get a good idea of your profit and loss without having to make spreadsheets and download your fucking statements every month like I have been missing out by not using it to its full advantage also so I've been really trying hard I have not mastered the money management for my business or my personal but it's one of the things I've been working on the hardest especially in the last couple months credit karma will give you an idea of what your credit score is and how to improve it and then mint will give you an idea about your personal spending like what you're spending on like I don't know shopping or DoorDash or whatever. And speaking of that, I've been really good about outsourcing this year more than ever. And let me just tell you some of the things I've figured out I could do. Okay. So like, here are some of the ingenious ways I've outsourced this year. Number one, every time I have a stupid ass birthday party to go to, I have had shipped deliver me the present and the wrapping paper. So I don't have to go out for the sole purpose of buying a toy for a kid. You could also do this via Amazon. I just, I always think of it too late for Amazon. I'm always just like, think of it that morning. And then, you know, what I used to do is run Isaac around, rush through the store, get a birthday card, rush to the party because I suck. But instead, this really helps where like, I just have it delivered that morning. I just find a toy in Target and have it delivered to me through shipped. Another thing I've been doing, DoorDash now has some grocery stores on it. So rather than like schedule a big shop and have it come to you when you can unload all the groceries, like if you just want to make dinner, you can have like ground beef, noodles, whatever, just DoorDash it to you in like a half hour. So Instacart is like for big shops, but DoorDash is for like bring me the takeout, but it's also bring me the groceries now, which is great. Mm. It will also bring you drugstore stuff. So like when uh, Isaac wasn't feeling well, I door dashed myself a home COVID test so that he could take it right away. So it's like for onesie twosie things like you're having friends over door dash yourself some fruit and cake, put out a little something, something for your friends, just stuff like that. The other thing that I have used Instacart and shipped for, which was genius was when we were traveling. I don't know if you got a chance to like get in on this with me, Elsie, because you're pretty fussy about where you get your food. But 
Yeah. When we got to Arizona, Jack and I sat down and made a list of all the stuff we wanted for the week. And then I Instacarted it to our rooms because we had little fridges. So like yogurt, granola, milk, mixers, alcohol. If we had forgotten stuff, there were some things we forgot. We So we Instacarted some stuff from Staples, pens, notebooks, folders, shit like that. Anything that you don't want to like pack that you need yeah. somewhere, just Instacart, DoorDash, ship it to yourself. You just change the address and boom shakalaka, the stuff you need is there. It was amazing. Wow. So, I have to, you know, I, every time I go to my in-laws, I think that I need to really think about this. Now, I've been doing that with Whole Foods because yes. that way, like, even when we're on the road heading over to Pittsburgh, I will get a list together and then I will have the Whole Foods order delivered to me the following morning. Beautiful. So I have, exactly. which is great, but I, I have to think about like how to add those other little bits. Because it's only there that I can use this stuff. No one, Jessica, sorry. No one. I know. No one delivers anything where I live. I know. You can't do that. You got to go. I know. But if you are traveling for work or when you're in Pittsburgh, the other thing you can just start doing is like, anytime you think I need something, but I don't feel like going out, that's when you open the app. What the fuck can I have delivered to myself? If you need to go out, like I said, get a birthday present. What can I deliver to myself? I need a new toaster. I don't feel like going to get it. What can I have delivered to myself? Target, Bed Bath, Dick's Sporting Goods. I When Isaac started soccer, cleats, water bottles, sports outfits. Never had to shop for it. All through everything. I have been, I am the outsourcing master. The only thing I did not master this year was having my food cooked for me. I tried to outsource that for a month or so. It was working in the sense that she was making the meals, bringing them here. It's just that I think it's very hard for you to hire someone to cook for your family. It turns out that families eat in very specific ways. Her family eats in a specific way. Mine eats in a specific way. And they don't really coincide too often. So like I have a very fussy eater family. So like, do you eat zucchini noodles? No. What about mushroom soup? Negatory. How about turkey meatloaf? Barf. All the things she suggested, we were like, mm. and so it got difficult. I still think it's possible. I just think I have to be smarter when I hire someone about it. Um, let's see. So yeah, I was really good about outsourcing that today. This was the year of outsourcing. The other thing I've been enjoying this year, which actually I've been enjoying for two years, but I got more heavily into it this year was games on my iPhone. I have Apple Arcade and I've been really getting into point and click puzzle games, mystery games. Like when I got a, con I think I told you this, when I got a concussion a couple years ago, I felt a little dumber in the brain. And so I read somewhere that old people who play video games are smart. You know, they can keep their yeah, wits yeah, about yeah. them for longer. So I started playing video games, like anything at first it was anything, but now I do like word search word match, um, not word match, but like, you know, like where they give me a jumbled bunch of letters and I have to make words yeah, out of it. Yeah. It really helps me stay sharp. And actually it will tire me out. Like if your brain buzzes at the end of the day, this is the kind of thing that will make you super tired is like trying to come up with words when you're tired. You're like, oh, I can do this. I can do this. Oh, did I already use meat? And it, like once you start doing the same word over and over, you're like, I got to go to bed, you know, so oh. it works out really well. But also I've been solving crimes and like trying to get out of escape rooms. I almost always use the hints, but it's still, it's really fun. 
So I've been doing that a lot and reading Bored Panda. Bored Panda at the end of the day is awesome because it's like, it's a curation of shit, I guess, that they find on the internet, often on Reddit. So it's like 33 pictures of wholesome animal friendships, 33 pictures of ridiculous street signs, 33 pictures of grandma's being funky or just whatever like it's always good it's always amusing it's never depressing boardpanda.com they only do like monday through friday on weekends you have to kind of search through there but it does also it's another way to rest the brain i am like a hundred i should write a book about 101 ways to rest the brain before bed because it's a it's the struggle so that's why i get all those articles to sent to me late night Yes, it's like she's got a like. It's not a. I don't get a board article link you that you shared like in the middle of the day. Usually, it's like no. when I wake up in the morning, I get a text because you yeah, sent it you to me. Sleep in the you, night. You go to sleep like two hours or yes. So like, yes. and often I'm not trying to send you the article. I'm just trying to send you the one picture. It right. Just, so, so like last night, I sent her an article. Fifty times people found such unexpected things they had to share the pics online. And the one I sent her actually did come up in the text, Elsie, but it's a plaque on a bench that says "Amazing, dedicated to Hayden Case, forever missed by his friends and family. He's not dead yet. He's just become increasingly antisocial. And they plaqued <laughs> it on a bench. It's a bench plaque. I was like, that's amazing. I'm going to do that for her. I do want to have a plaque on a bench before I'm dead. I mean, why Why <laughs> wouldn't people do that? Why wouldn't they? It's hilarious. That's so good. Missed by friends and family. Not because they're dead. They just never leave the house. They just never leave the house. Anyway, but it's yes, brilliant. thank you so much. But yeah, that's great so, because I think, yeah, yeah, word panda. Hunter loves board panda. She reads it a lot. Does she? I love it. I also yeah. got really good at shopping for specific shit. Like if I want um, a specific brand in a specific size or specific item of clothing, I have learned that you can literally search for anything on Poshmark, Etsy, or eBay and find the thing you want, if not better, in your size for less money than you would find it if you were just searching Google. That's my new trick. Poshmark, Etsy, eBay. I have found the oh. coolest shit all year. And if not, then I go to anthropology. Everything I want is on anthropology in the exact vibe that I want it in. That is it. That's me for the year. I would like to do a little post about hobbies that I tried to pick up this year that went in the toilet, but that's a whole nother show. I think we need to revisit this because I, I have a feeling a lot of folks would really get a lot of benefit from us talking about the things that we did. Because part yeah. of it is that the stuff that's more like strategic and somehow very focused on like, what are mm -hmm. the top 10 tips that we found in 2021 to make our podcast better? You know, even though we could do something like that, I think there's something to be said. Everyone does that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everyone does that. And we just don't do that. Even if we tried to do that, we wouldn't do that. We we couldn't even do that. I don't want to do that. I like what we do instead. Yeah, I agree with you. Yes. We can keep talking about some things that made our lives better holistically mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing, right? Because totally part of what you're saying in terms of reading Board Panda at the end of the day, it's such a simple little thing that a lot of us, I feel, are struggling with like how do you like we could talk about like even how to unwind at the end of the day like what are the things that have really helped you the most not to have an anxiety mm -hmm. attack before you close your eyes right 
It's how I prevent myself from staying up half the night is by winding yeah. it down. Exactly. Why don't we say this for New Year's is like stuff I'm letting go of in 2022, like hobbies, for example, like I'm just going to decide right now I'm never going to try another hobby ever again, because every time I do, it becomes a pile of shit on the floor. Roller skating, just whatever, whatever it is I think I want to do. I'm just not going to do it. Not going to commit to it. Not going to buy anything for it because it will stick in my brain for a little while. Yes. But as soon as I buy the thing, it's over. I'm not interested anymore. It's just ADHD. It's because stuff like that. It's ADHD, exactly. It's the dopamine hit. Like once you get it, it's done, you know? And I yeah. think there's something to be, anyway. Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, so yeah, why don't we, sure. we'll come back on New Year's. And so for, if you guys want to get ready for that, send us a list, feedback at shepodcast.com. What yeah. are you trying and going towards for 2022? And what, more importantly, what are you letting go of? What expectation of yourself are you just going to be like, no, no, I'm not going to have a hobby. I'm no longer straightening my hair. I'm not <laughs> dieting anymore. I am trying to work on my health, but not through dieting and diet culture. I am done with diet. The word diet, weight loss, all of it can rot in hell. I'm done. That's it. Folks, and and then just as Jess said, like, if you want to give us a specific business stuff, sure. Yeah, if you sure. want to give us podcasting stuff, right Definitely. on. But it can also be... <laughs> Just things. What stuff are you Just done stuff. with? Yes, we're open to stuff, whatever that might yeah. be. We will read it on the show. And hey, if you yes. want to get fancy, you can send us voice feedback because if you do it yes. early enough, I think John will be ready for it because we are recording this. Our very first episode of 2022 is going to be January 10th. So you have a lot of time to prepare. A month. and. And it's going to go live on January 14th. So please send it to us, all the feedback, things that you're sitting around going like, oh my God, I'm really going to need to let this go. You can text mm-hmm. it to us. Um, you can email feedback at gpodcast.com. You can do all of those things and we will add you to the show. And that's going to be a really fun episode. Right on, right on. Yes, please do. And so on that note, we're going to head out for the rest of the year. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching those of you who have watched it today and hung in there all day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to find us on social, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at She Podcast. You can also find our website, ShePodcast.com. Please email us again, feedback at ShePodcast.com. We're happy to hear all your feedback. Have a good Christmas. Have a good New Year's. Have a peaceful holiday. Have a cozy December head on into winter with some Hugo and uh, we will see you in 2022. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Mean it. Bye.